the joke I was going to make, I was going to be like, he's going to totally destroy that ass. Mm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Why wouldn't you? I'm not making it. I'm not making it. I'm not making that joke. Listen. No, you should have made that joke. That was perfect. You. Oh, why wouldn't you, you say that? Oh, my God. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was that would have been so perfect. It's gonna be awkward, guys. Get ready. Welcome back to another episode of your romantic getaway here in all of the anime and I'm stumbling. I kind of lost track of what I was saying. So anyway, I'm just going to go with it. <clears throat> Hopelessly animatic. For once, I'm paying attention. For once? And that's, and, and that, that's like, you know, it's just it's just the difference. Isn't it? That's that's how you get me to pay attention. You just, you just make it different. You're just like, let's just, you know. <laughs> change it up a bit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just change you. stuff up on me without even telling me anything. It's just like you know, I'm just gonna do this. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. ugh, it's terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. Just completely terrible. Are you done? <laughs> are you Are you done, Q? Are you done? You know, I could say yes, but no, I'm not done. I'm just saying no, just because. Just because. <laughs> just because. Because because. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Well, hi, Keely. How are you today? Oh, I am rather, rather splendid. I got up from a nap and had had a pie, and that was nice. I was like, yay, pie. Everyone loves pie. So, yeah, I got up, had pie, and um, yeah, that kind of good stuff. You know, there were other stuff that happened after I got up, but, you know, th- those are things that you know about and I know about that the listeners just won't know about, you know, because it's, it's sensitive material. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 How are you? I'm great. I've been playing Destiny all week. Um, can't wait to write about it. I told you already that I'm going to write about it. So that's going to be fun. Um, it's been quite. A, it's been quite an experience with Destiny, and it's definitely working out for the better, if I do say so myself. So I are look you forward to. Right now? Um. I was right before the podcast, and now I just have my uh, ship in orbit, because once we are done with today's episode, I will resume playing, so. Interesting. Weddy, yeah. weddy, interesting. <laughs> yeah, you. When, uh, when you get a PlayStation 4, oh, yeah. you can play oh, with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when I get a PlayStation 4, <laughs> I could play with you. Yeah. That's, that's the, the, the kid is in there. It's, it's, it's in... <laughs> 
It's just there, you know? Oh, I <laughs> well, could just I, I love face how our you stumbled piece. over your words a little bit. That was adorable. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so guys, welcome to Hopeless Yanomanic, the podcast. My name is Q, and that other beautiful voice there is Kiki. Oh, so... you're saying I have a beautiful voice when I totally do not. Oh, you do. You do have a beautiful voice. No, it's I just, don't. No, it's no, beautiful. No, don't worry no, about it. It's not beautiful. It's obnoxious. It's crazy. It's loud. Let, let's put it this way. Roger always says, I have a beautiful voice, and I don't. So it's like, you know, kind of, I mean, your voice is better than mine. So you, it, if my voice is beautiful, then yours must be even more. So, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> whatevs. However it works. Logic. That's how it works. It's logic. It's that kind of thing. So... What are we talking about today? Today, we get to talk about an anime that I've been looking forward to probably since we started this podcast. And I think everybody at this point knows. And no, it's not Dragon Ball Z. Because it's Pokemon. It, well, no. Damn it. You know Pokemon's not a romantic anime, right? It's why I said, oh. no, it's not Dragon Ball Z, because Dragon Ball Z is not romantic. Yes, it was the last movie when Vegeta lost it for cheat for his, his wife, or Balma, when he was like, not my bomber! He did this big scream and stuff and beat up. Ah, oh, you, you, you didn't see it, I'm sure. Yeah, you okay, so one romantic moment. By the way, that's my favorite character, so I mean, it's quite a touching <laughs> moment. But one moment, fleeting romantic moment does not comp- like label an entire series as romantic. Okay, that's true. So, that well, true. let's be careful here. Okay. Listeners, you guys need to remember that when you're suggesting stuff to us. Don't suggest this stuff that's like, you know, inherently just one romantic moment. Yeah. I'm just gonna put this out there. Anyone that suggests Baka no Piku or whatever, however that's pronounced to us, we are not watching it. I'm just saying. I'm speaking for Kiki and myself. We're just not watching it. What is this anime that you speak of? It's an anime with, like, misleading characters. It's basically an anime where these characters that look like girls but they're all guys like every single character in it are guys and they have they're like it it's just it's supposed to be like you know you know when you watch like etchy anime mm-hmm. when they're like all these really cute girls and stuff and they have the etchy moments and stuff like that it's like yay um it's like that but it's just guys so like when 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 they zoom in for the etchy shots there's like junk in the shot like no no we're not watching that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Whatever you say, Q. We're not watching it. I'm saying. Okay, we're not, we're not watching it then. I mean, <laughs> whatever whatever you say, Q. Maybe I'll watch it on my own. How's that? No, no, you will not. You are, you are, you are, are banned from watching <laughs> I'm just saying. You're banned from watching such things. It's not, it's not, it's not a part of. Of hopelessly animaticness. Okay. It's just not Okay, whatever you say, Q. Okay, so how about telling us a bit about what Inuyasha is? Alright, guys, so Inuyasha is a fantastic, world-renowned anime about this girl who gets sent back um, to feudal Japan, and they're trying to find um, what's called the Shikan uh, Jewel. Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to find shards of it because the main character, Kagome, broke it. So they're trying to find all the shards and uh, put it back together, essentially. And um, Kagome obviously falls in love with a boy in the past. And, you know, well, he's not really a boy at this point. I mean, he's like 115 years old, but he's still in a, like, 
17 year old body so um you know more like 15 but okay i mean what well according to wiki he's actually like he's 50 he's 203 or something according to wiki he is 17 at the start of the anime and then like 100 something at the end so what seriously yeah he was like 17 when he was pinned to the tree Oh god, I thought he was like old or something. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna pull it up right now. Just, just to be like, yeah, in your face. Because I always wonder this, because I know Kagome is 15 at the start yeah, of the she anime. Is. She's definitely 15. But by the end of it, you know, she's like 17 or 18 or whatever. But She's 18 at the end of it. I, I read that part. I made sure to remember that. You know, she's 18. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta check. As a guy, you gotta check the legal age. So, like, you'd be like, yep, she's legal. It's okay. You know, it's, just, it's a guy thing. Yeah. And, I mean, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Inuyasha is definitely, like, he's definitely... I'm gonna say 15. I'm gonna say 17, because I'm almost sure that that's what I read. So, let's let's get on this. Let's see. Here let's we go. Let's see who's right. I, I'm, I'm... Listeners, I need you guys to just take a moment and start meditating and thinking Q is right. No, this so is the part where you say Kiki is right because Kiki's the one that has been looking forward to this anime. Like, literally, <laughs> since we launched this podcast, like, as soon as we started talking about making this podcast, it was like at some point we are talking Inuyasha. about Inuyasha. Which, by the way, we're doing the Inuyasha movies separate as their own separate thing from yes. the series. This is the series, so we're doing each of the movies separate because they're all their own kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Yes, yes. So. I was gonna bring that up today during the episode. Um, like we're gonna have to do the movie separate because the yep. the very first movie is fantastic. Oh man! I'm right, aren't I? Alright. I swear it said 17. Someone must have. Yeah. Someone. Changed it. No, the listeners were chanting. Q's right. No. I thank you, listeners. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. <sighs> and so, and Kiki's wrong. So that's one point for Q. It's awesome. Beautiful. It's just beautiful. I'm right. It's nice to be right. It's just like <laughs> wow. It's like getting a hug. It's just like oh, All right. Right. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> well, this is retired. Okay, anyway, guys, so Inuyasha, fantastic anime. This is actually the anime next to Dragon Ball Z that got me into anime. You know, back when I watched Inuyasha for the very first time, I was maybe like 10 years old or whenever it came out, and all I remember thinking was, this is so cool, you know? And at the time, I had no idea, you know, what anime was and all that stuff. I just thought everything was a cartoon, you know what I mean? So for me, I'm just like, this cartoon is so cool! And, you know... Is that what you sounded like as a kid? No. You were that excited and stuff? Well, I mean, I was that excited, but I wasn't sitting there in my chair going, This is so cool! I was like, me and my friend would sit there, because she had the mo on, like, DVD, and we'd watch it on demand, or on, yeah, on demand. <laughs> With a DVD? On demand. No, we we didn't really have DVDs back then. It was on demand, because it was off of uh, Cartoon Network's, you know, Adult Swim and all that. And, um... I just remember, I was like, wow, this show's so cool. It was my friend, uh, her name is Sherry. She's the one that got me into Inuyasha all them years ago. And here I am, what, 23, and it's still one of my favorite animes ever. Hi, Sherry. Hope you're listening to this. Thanks for introducing us to Inuyasha. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, and um, I just remember Sherry and I, we always would, 
we would always fight over who got Shoshomaru, which we'll talk about later. So I, I just don't get why you guys don't like Inuyasha. Okay, oh, well, before we get to that, Q, what about you? How, how did you get into Inuyasha? Okay, so I was already into anime by the point Inuyasha came around. My sister was a huge Inuyasha fan, like every other girl out there that watches anime. So she was like, Inuyasha, Shishomaru stuff. Because like you, she has a little Shishomaru crap. And, um, you know, she's just like a huge Shishomaru fan and stuff like that. And, um, and I was told to watch it and I passed and I saw a few scenes going on. I was like, this is bollocks, I'm not watching this. And then, um, one of my best friends, he... He had the entire series on DVD, and he was like, he's like, Key, you have to watch it. And he loaned me the entire DVD set of every single episode. And you know, sometimes when you just have nothing better to do, and you just put on the DVD and you start watching it, you're like, this is actually good. It's like, I'm, I'm actually enjoying this. And it's like, you know, like that first scene at the beginning, where Inuyasha is like, he's like, he's like pinned to the tree. And then he asks uh, Kagumi to like remove the arrow. He's like, can you remove the arrow? And then he's so blunt and rude to her while he's asking. It's like, you'd think, like, he'd be, like, all sensitive and nice and say, can you please remove the arrow off of me? No, he's like, can you remove the arrow? Oh, you can't? Oh, you suck. You know, <laughs> and telling her that she doesn't smell, she doesn't smell as, as attractive as, you know, as, um, as Kikyo. She's like, well, yeah, obviously not Kikyo. You don't smell as nice as she does, you know? Way to break a, heart, a girl's heart at the beginning of the show. So, more or less, when he... You know, when she removes the arrow and he bursts out and he just totally demolishes that centipede chick. I was like, yes, this dude is awesome. Especially when he, if you watch it in English and he says his, his attack move, which is like something soul stealer. And he does this whole scratch and he spins. Iron Reaver soul stealer. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is where the upward comes in our podcast. You know, like there's like crickets <laughs> in the background. Listen, I was like, you, okay, Dad. I will cuss you out. <laughs> Would you like me to cuss you out? It's just, it's just like you know, you just come out of nowhere with that. But I, that's why I watch Inuyasha. I just, I marathon the entire thing in in about a few, a week or two or something like that. I just, ha I just put in disc after disc, watch after watch, straight through, and so forth. And that's how I got to Inuyasha. It was interesting. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's very mm -hmm. that, that's a lovely story, Q. Thank you. I just want to think that your favorite character is Maruku. You know, <laughs> I just want to think that. He used you know, to be <laughs> for reasons. You know, I mean, he's he's such a gentleman in his gentlemanly ways. How he just he just treats women with respect and stuff like that. It's, you just have to oh, adore Oh, that's the guy. funny. I thought, I thought <laughs> you would relate to him more than anybody. Go ahead, okay? Me? I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not his type of gentleman. I'm like the other type, the one that doesn't do such things that he does, you know? Like, okay. Like constantly getting slapped and stuff like oh, that, Oh, okay, know? okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Okay, Ren. This conversation is over, let's just move on. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Q, I just love how, like, randomly you just have such, like, these quirky little comebacks for things. And, like, it's not even that, like, they're funny. It's just the way that you say them is just hysterical. And I love it. Thank you for being the entertainment in my life. <laughs> I am. Oh, my God. This is what I've dreamed of all my life. <laughs> I, when I was born, I was just like, I want to be the entertainment in someone's life. And it's happened. Oh, my life's dream, it's fulfilled. Well then. But, yeah, my life's not that sad. I have other plans. 
And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, yeah, that's how I got into New Asher. That's how you got into New Asher. It's a, it's an interesting anime. Uh, the voice acting isn't that bad. I, no. I watched it. Oh I, gosh, I it lives up. It, lives it does, up and I think that's what I love most about New Asher is whether you watch, you know, the Japanese version or you watch the English version. Both both sides have fantastic voice acting, especially for that time era. You know, <laughs> back in back in like in the Inuyasha like prime time. I mean, anime was coming out left and right, and you know, voice acting was kind of sparse, you know, um, Chibi Vampire or Karen is a prime example, you know, it came out around the same time, maybe a two, three years after, and the voice acting in that, it was atrocious, and many anime, like, many anime in that time frame had terrible voice acting, but I think Inuyasha, I think when the writers and, you know, the animators were creating this, they knew, they're like, this is gonna be big, so we need to make sure we have everything down, and they nailed it, they nailed it. They did a good job, and like if you're watching it on Netflix, you, it automatically starts with the Japanese, and you, you automatically think like, oh, this Japanese dub is actually pretty good, and then, uh, then when you go to the settings like I did, and you switch it to English, you you notice like the English is still good. I was like, you know, because I was expecting like, you know, I'm gonna switch it to English and it's gonna suck like potatoes, and I was like, no, it's actually pretty good. So it it really shocked me. It really, really did shock me that it actually does live up to its time. It's not as good as voice acting you get these days. But it's good. It's 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 way better than Chibi Vampire. I can say that. Much. Oh yeah, <laughs> way way better than Chibi Vampire. So, um, especially Inuyasha's voice actor, his is really amazing. I really like his voice. The, the voice actor who does Inuyasha is really really good. Like he's just standing oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think the actor that does Inuyasha, um, the one that does. Um, Sango and the one that does Shishomaru are three of probably the best voice actors I've heard and I think what they nail is their personalities so Inuyasha is very fiery very stubborn and very kind of like and I think the voice actor <laughs> nails that down um, Sango, she's very mature and, you know, she's young, but she's mature and she's had to grow up fast. And I think the voice actor nailed that. And Sashomaru, he has kind of like this mysterious, like, hidden past. Like, I hate my brother. I, you know, I hate life, but I don't want to because I still have my father's love for humans in me and blah, 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 blah. So, like, he has, like, this internal conflict. And I think the voice actor for Shomru nailed it down as well. I think all of it was fantastic. But and one thing that you said about like Sango, about you know her character, her voice actor nailing it. You know the voice actor also nails the like the other than the whole maturity and all that kind of stuff. I'm just gonna be a total guy and say the, the voice actor nails the hotness because she just sounds adorable. Like you, she does. I mean. When you listen to Kagome, she sounds like a teenage girl. Yeah. Which is like kind of like, ugh, stop talking. Yeah. And then you hear Sango and it's like, oh, wow, she's like a, a lady. You want to carry her out to time. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, so. that, that, that is also true. Yeah, I really, yeah, so. I really, really liked Sango, but we're, we'll get to that once we get to the question portion of the podcast because we have i'm sure we have great questions today because it's an anime that both of us kind of grew up with so we should know it very well right yes indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so Q, why don't you start with the questions right that would okay so my first question is why is shippo your favorite character who 
Shippo? Shippo? Why is he your favorite Shippo character? Shippo is not my favorite <laughs> character. What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so why is Shippo your favorite character? I'm sorry, he's not. Yeah. Is Shippo your least favorite? Because he is mine. That's, that's, that's where the question is going. Who's your least favorite character? <laughs> Honestly, he's not my least favorite, but he's definitely close. He's definitely close. He um he drives me absolutely crazy. He's not my least, my least favorite character. To answer your uh, inadvertently obvious question, my <laughs> my least favorite character is definitely um, the flea. I don't remember his. Oh right, I think his name is um is Miyuga or something like that. Yes, Miyuga. he's a pain in the ass. I can't stand that little shit. But he's just so, like, awesome and stuff. He's not awesome. He's annoying and he's just frustrating. He just drives me crazy. I don't like him. I like to think he's the mascot of the team. No, the thing I don't like about him is, you know, he's designed to be like the mentor, like the old mentor, kind of like, um, <laughs> uh, that kind of like, like Kaede? Yeah, Kaede, and kind of like the grandpa. So he's kind of like the little one, like, you know, on the go, like your old mentor on the go. But he never lives up to it. He just gives like little tidbits and then he literally, no pun intended, he flees the situation. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> I see what you did there. Mm hmm. Indeed. But then he's kind of Inuyasha's mental. Because, like, Kaede's, which, by the way, thanks for correcting me. You could have just said Kaede just to make me feel good, but whatever. Um, You know, Kaede is, uh, is kind of Kagumi's mentor. So, like, he's kind of like Inuyasha's mentor because Inuyasha doesn't have a mentor. He doesn't really have anyone except him. So, you kind of. I like to think that he does feel his. His, you know, because he knows he knew Asha's father. I mean, he's a flea. He's been hanging around dogs his whole life. You know, so, like, I like to think that he's he does his job. It's, it's Shippo who's the annoying one. He does nothing. He he can't fight. He's terrible. They always have to save his ass. He, his voice <laughs> acting is, is annoying. You know, he's he, you think, oh, he's a little fox kid. He's going to become awesome. You know, like, he's just going to show off, like, some super hidden technique that you've never seen. He just never does that. It's like, he's one of those characters that you think are gonna, like, at some point, he's gonna reach a point where you're gonna be like, ah, oh, he became awesome. It never happens. Never becomes awesome. Just means there. It's terrible. So, yeah. Oh, good lord. Don't like him. Don't like him at all. Okay. Okay, so, second question. Who... Well, this is, I would ask the, the, the obvious question, who are you shipping from the beginning, but there's no uh, there's no answer to that question other than Inuyasha and Kagumi. I don't think there's anyone who would ship any other characters. No. Or they'd have to be a complete idiot. Because, so. well, here's the thing. With, you know, this is, like, one thing I was thinking today because I was starting to watch our next week's um, anime. And 
a lot of anime that we've discussed so far has had some sort of triangle or collection <laughs> of characters where there's possibilities for everybody. And but I think Inuyasha romance is what drives the story. However, it's not the pick and choose who you want to be together. It's like this is who's together. Now we need to see them and how they become together. I mean, it does that for every couple there. I mean, and there's only really two main ones, but you know, Inuyasha and Kagome, they set that from the beginning. Like, hey, these are the two characters that are going to be together. See how they be how it happens. And the same thing with Sango and Moroku. You know, the whole anime, it's like you know they're gonna be together. The anime clearly says, like, pretty much clearly shows they're gonna be together, guys. <laughs> you see. It's just showing their journey from, you know, basically hating to each other to loving each other. Cause I think it's not it's not about the romance for this anime, it's the journey together. Indeed. Indeed. That is true. It is the journey. If, if there were any love triangle, it would have to be with uh, with Kikiyu, and dead. she's dead. So like, it, it can't happen. <laughs> That's not, yeah, it's not really gonna happen. He's dead. So it's like, okay. She's a dead person. You can't love Whatever. a dead person that way. So, that way. But yeah. So so let me so let me ask you this. Um, so mm-hmm. tell me what you think about the romance between Inuyasha and um, Kagome. Like, h- how do you think it evolved and grew throughout the show? Okay, so when Inuyasha first met Kagome, he was like this pouty sort of dog person that, you know, was just kind of, he'd hang around just to be there for the jewel and stuff like that. And he didn't care about a lot of the people in the world and stuff. He was just like all about, you know, trying to become a, a full demon because he's a half demon. And, um,. He's just all about that. He doesn't really care about anything else. And so he just kind of hangs around Kagomi, kind of like just hoping to get the jewel at some point in time. And the relationship is kind of iffy at first. It's just there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of friction between the two of them. Kagomi immediately seems like she likes him at first. Like she starts to, like she plays with his airs when he's stuck to the tree. And she, as it goes along, she's the one who falls for him first. Like she, she hits, you know, rock bottom. I like this guy first. Uh, whereas with, with Inuyasha, he's kind of like, you know, gradually getting there. And even when he when he does like her, he still like denies the fact that he likes her. Like he kind of in his head, he's kind of like, a, you know, a, it's just kind of hard for him. And so for me, the friction between them is what keeps you interested because you don't want a love story where at the beginning it's like they love each other at the end. You want they love each other, but crazy shit happens, and then you kind of like have to you know work towards the, the romance because with romance it's all about the work that you put in to to give that you know full awesomeness to it. And when you when you kind of put a lot of effort into something, you cherish it more. It's kind of like when you're a kid and your parents buys you all your stuff. So you don't really take care of most of it. You're just kind of like, well, mom's going to buy me another one, so I don't really care. But then as you get old and you start working for your own shit, and it's just like, you know, if something goes wrong, it's like, I got to take care of this because I bought this with my money. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like that with, with Inuyasha and, and Kagomi. They they work towards it, and so you appreciate it more at the end. When it, when it does happen, when they do come together as a couple, it just feels right. It just feels like a natural progression of things. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of filler in Inuyasha. Not saying that there's there's a lot of filler in there that could just be gone, and I wouldn't care for it. You know, like some episodes that just like draws it longer. But it the the main ones, those really really sell the, the you know the whole sort of like yeah you know these two in love with each other. And of course, like Maruku and Sango. I just like how Maruku just always finds a way to have his his hand on her butt. It's just like you know, dude. Yeah. 
you know, it's, it's and I think that's one thing I, I I absolutely agree. I think it's it's one thing that I've admired about Inuyasha all these years is the progression between the relationships in that in the show. And I don't just mean between Kagome and Inuyasha, but all the characters. Inuyasha mm-hmm. with Sango, Inuyasha with Moroku, even with the the damn flea, like just how they grow as a group together. Mm-hmm. is so and- well handled and the romance is just kind of like it's that it's almost like the cherry on top of the, the ice cream <laughs> like it's it's already such a sweet you know show handed to you and i don't mean sweet as in oh it's girly and it's you know boys you shouldn't watch it because i mean it is a total badass show i mean yeah. the action in it alone carries it but the romance is kind of like that sweet cherry where it's so it's so delicate but it's it's so it's so right as you said i liked how you said that it, it just feels so right when you finally get to the cherry that it's like this is exactly what has completed the show and i and that's another thing i love about inuyasha is it literally has everything it's a historical supernatural um action romance um comedy School like it has, yeah it has literally every piece of drama well i shouldn't say drama but it has every piece of <laughs> genre there we go got it right it has every little bit of genre that you can think of and it it sprinkles i think the only thing that's not in there is sci-fi but that's because it goes on a more supernatural based which you know which is kind of like but just not in space so i think the only sci-fi thing about it is the time travel you know hey 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 is it we're not there yet we're not there yet it's just and that's time travel to sci-fi no it isn't it kind of is, though. Yes, it's Doctor yes, Who it sci-fi. Is. Doctor Who sci-fi. Uh, okay, hello, so. Back to the Future. What's wrong yeah. with you? Back to the Future is awesome, but when it comes to time travel, the first thing you think of is not Back to the Future, you think of Doctor Who. I think right. of uh, Back to the Future, so... Then you're broken on it. Obviously, you have to try and fix it. Ew! Ew! <laughs> Do you want cuss out? No, I'm just saying, I have to try and fix you because you need to know how awesome Doctor Who is. You need to know that... Shut up. Oh, by the way, Doctor Who has a lot of romance in it. So, like, if you you haven't watched it yet, you need to watch it to see the romance in it, too. We won't do it on the podcast because it's not anime, but, like, you know, just for personal fun, you should watch it for the romance. Especially the 10th Doctor. Oh, it's just beautiful. Just beautiful. Listeners that watch Doctor Who, you know what I'm talking about. David Tennant (laughs) for the win. So... Let's see. Let's get back into talking about Inuyasha. Yeah. Um, you know, watching this anime, you know, for the like the second time because I only watched it once before. Uh, I, I sort of, you know, the voice acting is good. Everything seems nice. The artwork still looks good at this age. I mean, it's it's an anime that really lives up. Like, you know, so much years after, and this still looks good. You know, it it just it still stands up to the quality that it was back then, and it it can still give a lot of anime that come out now a run for their money. Oh you know, yeah, because of how how good it is. Oh, excuse me. Um, but and I, you know, and I I hate to say this, but I feel like the males created in the show are definitely handled better than the females. I feel like, and that's one thing that I did want to that always kind of bothered me about Inuyasha was every male in the show has their own characteristics. When you know, we'll just take Inuyasha next to Shishomaru. They have completely different face structures. Um, they have different eyes and they, they're they crafted so differently. Like Inuyasha is very childlike. Shishomaru is very um, grown 
Mm-hmm. And then you look at even we'll just even look at Shishomaru versus um, Roku because they're technically the same age. Um, they are crafted so differently that you can tell them apart. Versus when you look at Kagome and see, I can't even. The only thing that makes we'll just say Sango and Kagome if they're standing next to each other and you can't see their hair. The only difference between the two would be Sango has like the little bit of eye makeup. It's the only difference that you can see in them. And that's one thing that has always bothered me about the show, is all the females in the show, with the exception of villains, because the villains are always are dramatized features, all the females look the same, when all the males don't. And other than that little thing, because, you know, it's just a little thing, you know. <laughs> um, I, I think the artwork is, uh, like you said, it, it definitely has held its own even after all these years. Even when you look at the first episodes that came out back in 2003, like they're they're still, you know, they still hold themselves up to the standard of even modern anime. It's, it's glorious. It is. It is. So. With, with all that, you know, I, actually, to you know, to add to that exactly, uh, I kind of like think Shishomaru and um, Naraku kind of have a similar facial structure, but then actually they don't, and it's kind of weird. It's like Naraku has a longer nose, and he's kind of like more evil looking. Mm-hmm. But like, I think more of the evil characters look similar. Like, if you look at all the characters that were Naraku. The male ones, they do look a lot like him and like similar features. Well, I think you know it's it's hard to have different features in every character. I, I'm speaking primarily in terms of like the main characters in the yeah, show. Yeah, the main cast. So if you look at the the main cast, you know, like I said, Inuyasha versus Sosomaru. They're supposed to be brothers and everything, and you can see obviously how they're brothers, but at the same time. You know, Inuyasha has a very childlike face, while Shishomaru has a very adult, mature, and then yeah, and even if even if so, we'll just well okay. Shishomaru is evil, blah blah blah. He has to have a more evil face. Well, that's what people could argue. Now, so in that same argument, look at Inuyasha next to um, Roku. Still, very different faces. Yeah. If you look at Sango and Kagome, they have pretty much the same face, with the exception of Sango's eye makeup. Yeah, that is true. They do. They do have really, and same can be said for Kiki as well. She just looks exact, which that's kind of supposed to happen between Kagome and her. Yeah. They're supposed to look the same. But then you look at Kaede when she was younger; she still looked kind of the same like yeah. them too, all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. So. So. Yeah, pretty much right. That's true. Uh, okay, so here's my question. Uh, Naraku, what do you think of this villain? Like, how was, you know, what kind of, did you like this villain? Was he a good villain for the story? I mean, he was introduced pretty early to the story. Yes. And, uh, you know, more or less with most anime, when you have this this overarching villain, most of the time the, the main villain isn't revealed yet until you get further into the anime. But you see him pretty early into it. Like, he, he oh, makes yeah. his notions known, what he's all about and all that kind of stuff. And to a certain extent, he's kind of on his own quest. Like it's kind of like Inuyasha and um, and his team are on a quest to get the the shards, and Naraku is also on the same quest, but they're just on separate point of views. So, what did you think of him as a character? I think he's he's probably the most interesting of all the villains that I have ever seen in an anime. And again, I um, a lot of anime that I watch, they don't always have an overarching villain you know it's usually like a uh, comedy or a romantic comedy you know that's just kind of the stuff that i'm drawn to but 
I think he's a very interesting character, and the only thing that I don't like about Naraku, which is kind of funny because now that like that I've pretty much rewatched the entire anime now again, there's a hundred and some episodes that you know <laughs> we, we're not going to be able to go back and ro- watch every single one of them. But there's there's a kind of pattern with you know a lot of villains is okay. Villain comes along. Villain, you know, Inuyasha can't beat the villain. Inuyasha and Kingome think of something <laughs> to beat the villain. The villain is beaten. And I feel like when the final showdown happened with Nuraku, I, I, I feel like... I don't know. It's hard. It, it, it's like, you. I want to say it just kind of falls in the line with all the other villains. But at the same time, it's like their battle is so epic that it's hard... It doesn't help me. It's out. hard not to like it. Yeah, it's it's under it's a bit underwhelming, and then it's hard not to like it at the same you know yeah. at the same time. It is. It is. It, it is. It was a because you know it, it it happens pretty. It's a lot. I guess it's a bit. It's a bit you know faster than you'd expect it. Like I was expecting more. Yeah, from it. It, this that's what I mean. Like you know you you're. Pre- for all these episodes, you're like, when's gonna is gonna did it have it? Like you get so excited, <laughs> and then when it finally happens, it's just kind of like it's just like any other villain that you've encountered in the show. There, there was nothing like crazy, you know, crazy good and or wild, you know. I would have loved if like he wasn't the main villain, and or you you didn't know he was the main villain to the entire series, and then you found out at the end that he was. And I found that would have probably been more impactful and then you wouldn't it would have been like oh my god this is amazing because if like we mentioned the movies at the beginning and there are different villains in the movies and they're amazing because they're not in the story and you don't get this whole lead up to them because you don't see them all through the story whereas you do see Naraku all through the entire story right like you see him every other episode or whatever have you and with those guys you never really see them and you, you, well you never seen them before the movie so when you see them it's like oh my god this is awesome you know so more or less i think it's because overexposure you know like when you're around someone too much you kind of maybe you take them a bit for uh, you know granted that you see them all the time mm-hmm. it's like family like you see your brother or your sister at home all the time and you're kind of like i see you every day it's okay and then um when they're not around it's kind of like oh my god i miss paul i haven't seen him in ages and you call paul and you're like hey paul i miss you I haven't seen you in ages you know because you, you it's because you're not around him all the time now. But when you are, it's kind of like, I don't need to call Paul or talk to him and, and tell him I miss him or anything like that. You know, and it's kind of like that with, with Naraku. You see him all the time and he's just kind of like, yeah, okay, dude, just, okay, it's done. All right, well, such is life then. Yeah, I feel like he was, I kind of, if he was introduced very heavily in the beginning and then was gone. Yeah. Throughout most of the show. And then mm-hmm. he just kind of explodes at the end. I think it would have been much more rewarding. But I feel like, you know, I, I, I agree with what you said. And I, I don't know how else to word it other than, like, I think if we have this not explosive battle. So I feel like if the very first few episodes were handled differently as far as, like, the inclusion of Naraku. Because I feel mm-hmm. like pretty much what you said, like... You don't you know about him in the beginning, but you don't see him till probably mid mid like actually see him and what he looks like. But he then yeah. at that point he's so once he's revealed, it's like He's there okay. all the time. Oh all the time. And I feel like that's what ruined it. But if they would have switched it and said, Okay, here he is at first episode. This is the bad guy, that's who they have to <laughs> beat. Here's all the romance, have fun. 
And then he was gone for pretty much the entirety of the show up until the end. I feel like it would have been much more rewarding as far as the last battle. But because you're so exposed to him throughout the entire show, that when that final battle happens and it's just like, oh, it's just like every other villain that they had to fight, you know, something is stopping him. And then Kagome says, oh, you're great. And Inuyasha's like, yeah, you're (laughs) right. I'm going to kill him. It's It's like it's every other fight. And I... And it's, it's, it's disappointing, but it you know it's still in the end. It's still an, it's still an epic fight. The fight is epic. It's just, oh, yeah. it's just because you've seen too much of him. It's kind of like yeah, it's exactly. it's the whole and and because this is a relationship podcast, it's the whole relationship thing all over again. If you're in a relationship with someone and you see them every day, you will eventually at some point start to either resent that person or you just get bored or something like that. Yeah. Because if you see them every single day, it just becomes like. Oh, I see you every day. Like that person just comes to your house, spends the whole day there, and then leaves, and then comes back the next day. Might as well just get married and get it over with, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's people like the little mysterious things, the mystique. Let it build up. Let it build up to that point where it's like, oh yay, we we've reached that point, and then it kind of just flows from there, you know. Once you get that guy to build up, like kind of like in Yuasha and Kagumi's relationship, it builds up slowly. And when it gets there, you you like it, you know. But if it just like, yeah, you know, I'm always there, I, I, you know, whatever. It's right. kind of like, yeah, I, I don't really care about that that much, you know. So, yeah. So she, so, so Naraku, he's he's an okay villain. I I think he was he was pretty pretty you know scary and stuff like that you know as a younger teenager watching that it was like whoa this dude is badass but yeah he, he just overstayed his welcome at the beginning he should have just popped in at the end and then ended it it would have been awesome um yeah. okay so i guess one last question and this one has to be about shishiro maru of course because <laughs> I mean, it, it be it shishiro maru so uh so shishiro maru you know he's that character that all the girls like they're like oh my god shishiro maru mm-hmm. and um and stuff like that and uh, as a guy strange enough shishiro maru is one of the coolest characters in the anime because when i was watching the new Asha for the first time i i like shishiro maru too not the same way that you do you you have a relationship with that dude <laughs> I, I just <laughs> I just liked how cool he was. I was like, yeah, this dude is awesome. Um, do you think uh, in a fight between Inuyasha and Shishomaru, all out, who do you think wins? See, it's it's hard to say because Inuyasha, without a doubt, has the stronger sword. Like Tetsuya is always gonna outbeat his brother. I mean, so if we're talking man to man, no swords, no nothing, just the two of them. Of course, Shishomaru is gonna win. But if they have the swords, it's definitely going to be Inuyasha. So it's really, it's really hard to say because they have battled it out. They did in the beginning of the anime. They were in the, the father's tomb and that's how <laughs> Sashomaru lost his arm was because of um, Inuyasha. But it's because of the sword. Like Inuyasha was dying. He was losing the fight in the beginning mm-hmm. because he is a half-demon. And he's not full-blooded. He is a half-demon. And unfortunately for him, his brother is full. And his brother is a hell of a lot more powerful. But the sword kind of, you know, gives Inuyasha that power that, you know... That little edge that he can compete with him. And the sword yeah. is, if I remember correctly, the sword is is kind of... it. His brother can't touch it. Yeah. 
You know, because the, the father left weapons specifically for each of them. It was like, one son gets this, one son gets that. You know, like, right. you guys have, you guys have your, your specific things for you. And um, I, I like that. I like the fact how, how it was handled, how the dad was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave each of you with something. And the way in which it was all done as well, it was it kind of led both Shishimaru and Inuyasha to the same point that the father was at you know how he cared about human beings because at the beginning they both didn't really have any I mean at the beginning Inuyasha liked um Kikyo then he thought Kikyo betrayed him and he hated humans again and you know Shishimaru could care less at the beginning and you know they kind of just grew to like humans you know as the story goes along they kind of grew to care about about people and stuff like that and it, it all has to do with the whole the whole you know fighting each other the whole dynamic of how their father has you know set things in motion it's kind of like their father's like this overarching like genius that figured out a way to make his sons like the same thing he liked mm -hmm. and just did it you know right and so it was I find it was really interesting the, the the dynamic between them. For me personally, you know, the dynamic between Inuyasha and Sh and Shishomaru was really nice. And then Shishomaru and Rin was a really nice dynamic too because well, she's human, and Shishomaru is Shishomaru. He doesn't really care about humans, but yet he cares about Rin. He protects her and keeps her around, and you know, she's Rin. So um, yeah, so more or less Inuyasha. I have to say between a fight between the two of them, my money's on Shishomaru, he's gonna kick his ass. Uh, with, as you said with the sword, yeah, Inuyasha has an advantage with his sword, his sword is more powerful. <laughs> yeah, and it's sad because, like, I do like Inuyasha, don't let, don't, don't let me fool you, I do love Inuyasha. He's a great character, he's fabulous, he has some of the best growth, like he goes from this stubborn little shitbag and he grows into this, <laughs> he grows into a man, he grows up, and and it, it's probably like of all the anime that I've seen and and I don't and I'm not saying this just because you know Inuyasha is the anime I grew up on but he like I grew up with him essentially you know he mm. was a stubborn little jerk and he wants one thing and he doesn't want anyone to change it and then he just kind of grows up and he becomes a man and and it's great but I do mm -hmm. love Shomaru too and it's like Ah, it just kills me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're both great. I think both of them. It's so wonderful, like, how different they are as characters, but at the same time, they are so similar as well. Like, as far as Inuyasha's a Shomaru. And I think that's why I love them both. Yeah, you know? they're, pr they're pretty good characters. Really, really good, you know. Great. As a, like, Inuyasha's such a good anime. I mean, hands down, it's, it's such a good anime over... Oh, yeah. Over the time of watching, it's just really, really good. Um, I guess, okay, so, like, let's see. If we had to list your favorite... No, it's so hard to list, like, one favorite character because of how good Inuyasha is. But if you had to, like, list your favorite characters and list your top three and base it on their, how their story went, like, how it progressed and everything like that, who would be your top three? Um, I would definitely choose um, Sushomaru as my first, of course, mm -hmm. like he, he's <laughs> forever and for always. <laughs> um, my second would be, um, mm. see, my second spot is like tied because I can't choose between two people and how great they... No, you gotta choose one. I'm gonna say Inuyasha is number two. I'm not, I'm not... I, I have to. And number three is definitely Sango. Okay. Nice. That's a nice choice. Yeah. Out of your three, 
we we share oh uh, i guess we share two i think okay so in my order it would be first would be sango because the first time i watched new Asha was just like sango is hot <laughs> i was like i was like yeah I'm, I'm totally liking this chick and plus she's really badass with that huge boomerang and stuff like that and she has um she has that sort of fox cat thing uh how, what is it called kira or something um, like that kira kira yeah that kira is so adorable and it gets it into this huge big dog fox thing i don't even know what you call that it's just a giant animal um she's but yeah, adorable yeah, it's just really, really cute. But Sango's my favorite, number one. She was my favorite character when I first started watching Inuyasha. It's just like, I want to see her story progress. And then I would have to go with Shishomaru. Because, you know, he's not he doesn't show up as much in the show. But the dude's just cool. Like, he is just cool. And I would pick Inuyasha. But my character is actually Rin. My last favorite tier to be in because i like how her story progressed like the end of hers you know she spent all her time with shishomaru she cared about him she treated him you know she was just so he you know she was an orphan kid he kept her around he made sure she was safe you know but she spent all her time with demons you know because he's a demon and um and then she had to go back to live in a normal life in the village and stuff like that and shishomaru still comes and checks on her and brings her presents and stuff like that it's like oh it's so cool he still brings her presents he still cares about her i can't even tell you how many um like uh fan fics i've read about how they eventually marry and i'm like no yeah shishomaru no. is a lone wolf he is not like that it's more of the fact that she's like his little sister kind of character right like you can't marry them you can't ship them together no no like sure. there there were so many fanfics i read where when ren finally grows up they become a thing and i'm like no no insane no. it's just it's gross if shomaru was to ever procreate with some someone it would be another demon yeah that's it that's just mm. There are just, yes, he opens up to humans and, you know, be, eventually becomes to li like, you know, likes them and doesn't hate them as extremely as what he did. But to procreate with one, no, he would, yeah. uh, he, he would want a pure line and that would be it. Because, I mean, he's, he is a, you know, he's not just a demon. The dude is like, he's a greater demon, you know, like he's stronger than the average piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so he's he's not gonna just say like, you know what? I'm just gonna like, you know, just yeah. And his the name, his name is destruction of life. That's what it means. So like, destruction of life decides to like, you know, procreate with other life. No, that's not happening. Mm -mm. Yeah, he'll he'll just yeah. I'm not. I was gonna make a joke there, but I'm not doing it. So like, yeah. Um, uh huh. It's it's gonna be really racy and stuff like that. You know, kind of. <laughs> If you probably know where I'm going with this, but I'm just not gonna make it, you know. Anywho, it's about time we take a break. So, oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back.
<laughs> you totally do that. Like, you'd actually, if you had the opportunity, like, the chance. Like, you met a guy who was, like, totally down for it. And he's like, hey, you could marry another dude and you could have two husbands. And, and, and you meet another dude who's like, I totally married you, even though you have a husband. You totally do it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, why not? So, this is so priceless. She says, oh, why not? Oh my god. <laughs> and we're back to the podcast, guys. I won this time. Yes! Mm. I've been working on that, that all episode. That is so rude. What if I just said I'm not ready? No, you can't be. Sorry. <laughs> One. One. I've been waiting for this for like two or three episodes. You've been kicking my ass with this every time. And I've been just waiting for an opportunity. I'm like, I just know if I just have to find the right moment and I just gotta make sure I, I top this. And it was like, mm. I was like, that's the point. Whatever, like, yes. Ren. <laughs> Whatever, Ren. Anywho, welcome back to the Hopelessly Animatic Podcast. My name is Q, and our other voice, you know, calling me names and stuff is Kiki. You know, he's and, just yeah. mad because he's totally a Ren. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't mm-hmm. care. I could, they know I could spill it. You can't. You can't. I'm calling you, you Ren from now on. I'm going to have to find a name for you that will make you stop calling me that. Like, I'm just going to have to find mm-hmm. one. You ren, know. Ren, 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 Lady with two husbands. That's, you're probably, <laughs> you're not even going to care. You're just going to be <laughs> nope. like, yep, uh, I'm going to totally do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Oh my god, could you imagine if you had like Shishiru and Inuasha and they were like, yeah, they were real people and they were like, Kiki, you just drop every guy you like in your life and be with us. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh... There's a guy who, who Kiki likes listening to the podcast and he's like, oh my god, she broke my heart. It's terrible. Wait, can, you, can you do that again, that, that accent? No, why? What's wrong? What? What? what why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no reason. No. Uh, you, you just like you know having me say weird things. I had some people listen to the end of I believe episode seven, I think, and uh, that's the one where you made me do that weird voice. I was like, it's just terrible. Well, just guys, terrible. if you want to listen to something else cool, you should listen to the end of episode. I believe it's end of episode six where I cuss Q out. It's hilarious. <laughs> Listeners, I- I'll just have you guys know I deleted it after, so that episode's not there. If you go looking for it, you just not find it. Oh, and even if you no, do sit there, no, even if you do sit no, there and you no. click play, it's your computer's gonna explode. So like, just letting you know, your computer's gonna explode if you try to listen to that episode. You should just move on with life. Just skip it all together. If you, no, don't e- <laughs> don't even try it. You won't delete it, guys, because that's such a great episode. Shishimaru would come out to your computer and kill you. Just saying. No, he'd come out and make sweet, sweet, tender. <laughs> you know, this works okay. because most of our listeners are like females. So like when you say stuff like that, it's just like, they're like, oh, we're totally going to listen to that. Well, you know, whereas if this was a podcast where like, you know, it was predominantly so male This is going to be for the ladies out there. So just imagine you're sitting there and, you know, you strong man with long silver cur- silky hair comes out and he has his, his little fluffy tail thing around his shoulder and he just says come on over that's it because he's so mysterious that like you don't really have to say anything else you know because he's just, just him so you walk over and you get all swaddled up in that big old fluffy 
whatever that thing is, his tail. <laughs> That's his dead father, and he smells like wet dog. And <laughs> with his, like, demon-like fingernails, he just kind of, like, very lightly, like, traces your arm, and you're just getting all, like, tingly. But he won't do anything more because he's a demon and you're a human. But he'll just that light little touch on your arm and you're just like, oh, just like that. And he smells like wet dog. Just remember that. No, he smells he, like wet dog. I imagine him smelling like lavender and and like like the earth right after it's super hot out and it rains that like that. You know, misty, that's not that. Nope. It's that mm. misty smell. So like. Mm. So, ladies, next time it gets super hot out, which will probably be relatively soon if you're on the eastern coast of the United States, um, it gets really hot and then it tur- like just downpours and rain because of the humidity. So, like, it's going to be really hot and then it rains just like that. And then that smell in the air, like that fresh smell. Yeah, that's what Shoshomaru smells like with a hint of lavender. Mm-hmm. This is so creepy. Just imagine. And then you're going to be like, you're just going to think of that. And then now, because I put that in your mind, every time that it rains and that smell is in the air, you're going to think of Shishomaru. And ladies and gentlemen, and the nominees for creepiest podcast host ever goes to <laughs> Kiki I- for her role in talking about Shishomaru in the rain. And Kiki can you, for... Ladies, <laughs> ladies, can you imagine Shishomaru standing in the rain? Like, that's a whole nother level. Oh, God, no. You know he's a dog, right? He smells like wet dog. No, he and doesn't. They live in the Edo era. Remember, he, at the beginning of the anime, at then, the beginning of the anime, when, when Kagomi wanted to bathe, and everyone was like, you bathe? We don't bathe. And she's like, I gotta get all this gunk off But here's me. the thing. They, in, none of them bathe. They okay, smell like dog. Okay, but, here, right? but here's the thing. In feudal Japan, and back in those days, people didn't think of smell like that. And besides, our bodies were accustomed to... To smell like dog? No, our bodies now are so babied. Our bodies, we wouldn't even need like deodorant, shampoo, soap, or anything like that because. Ew, but listen, gross right now. Science, you're, you're, you're basically selling me on a hippie life. Listen, like, you no, know, as, let's just not bathe forever and then we'll be fine. No, that's not what I mean. Our bodies now, our bodies literally cannot like function properly without being proper pretty cleansed but back then bodies were adjusted to the lack of soaps and scents and things like that our, our bodies smelled so different back then they didn't smell bad they just smelled natural and we don't know what natural smells like anymore because our society is so based off of you know this idea of overly washing overly you know complicating and overly just scrubbing the natural oils and skin off of your body that our bodies now depend on that stuff. Okay, so has the we have evolved as a species to be weak. It has the thing though. There are cave people that still exist in the world, like you know, in some village somewhere it's, in the world. Like if if you were to go to that village, go go to one of those villages on the trip. We'll we'll fund this on the podcast. We'll have a a, a Kiki go sniff but, people trip, and she'll go this, around the world no, and sniff I, people. I'm not saying that right now. If okay, so if I were to stop bathing and everything right now, yeah, in a year I'd probably smell like a dead. In cow. a year, a week. No, about no, year. it takes a while for your body to break down like that.
But I'm speak I'm talking as a species, we have evolved that we depend on that. I'm not talking about if I were to give birth to a child tomorrow and they were to grow up without soap and shampoo, that they would smell like roses and lavender. Our bodies now are so evolved that we have become dependent on that stuff. When back in those that era of time, bodies weren't dependent on that stuff. They depended on just their natural oils and stuff to cleanse them. All they had to do to, quote, take a bath was to go in the water and rub dirt off of themselves. And then they'd be okay. Now we need soap and we need lotions and we need all this stuff that our bodies never, ever, back five, six hundred years ago, ever required. Okay, let's just, let me just, uh, I just need to know this, right? Like, how often do you shower exactly? Like, you know... Oh, me, I naturally, at this point, I shower every day or every other day, depending on, you know, like, if, you know, if I work. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I work, I shower every day, but, you know, like, today, I, I didn't work, so I'm like, well, I'm not going anywhere, so I'll shower tomorrow, but I'm just speaking. So here's the thing. Here's the question, right? Let's give an example. Like you're married and stuff, and you're living with a bloke, and um, and you do. Let's say he's like really well off, so like the, the money's flowing in. You don't have to worry about cash. So you're, you're home no, all no. the day. No, no. Definitely at the at the bare minimum. If I so like for example, I showered yesterday. I knew uh-huh. I didn't have to work today. So when I got up, I you know I went to church, came home. Normally I shower like mid afternoon or late evening. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to shower today because I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. I'm just staying in bed and watching or playing video games. So I'm not going to shower. But tomorrow I will because I didn't shower today. Didn't answer the question, dude. Married to a bloke, money flows in, you can just stay home and play video games all day and never have to go anywhere. Yeah, I would what? still shower. How often? If, Like I said, if not every day, every other day. Okay. Just, just making sure, you know, and, just, and listeners, me, listeners, you need to remember this because at some point, Kiki's going to get married during this podcast and, and we're just <laughs> going to make sure she marries a really rich guy who like has lots of money and stuff so she stays up and plays video games. Let me say one thing real quick and then let's go uh-huh. back to uh, Anuyasha because this <laughs> about a year ago and I only know this was a year ago because I wrote about it in my personal blog. Uh-huh. I did what's called a no poo treatment on my hair. And for those of you out there that don't know and probably don't know is the no poo okay. treatment means that you cut shampoo out of your shower regime. You just rinse with water. And what this is basically supposed to do is called a detox treatment for your hair because as a society, our bodies, our hair included, has become so dependent on the chemicals and shampoo and soaps that we no longer produce the natural oils that our body requires to clean itself. The no-poo treatment is a perfect example. When you cut shampoo out of your hair, the first natural reaction for any girl is, oh my god, my hair is going to get greasy and gross. And you're absolutely right. Within probably two, three days, your hair is going to look like you, like it's just greasy and disgusting and it's nasty. And I'm not going to lie, it's going to make you like disgusted with yourself. The no poo treatment. And I will, you know, I will give the link to you. So if he wants to post it in the description, he can. I've already read the article. I I know what I've read the the, 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 the
recalibrates, as they say, it recalibrates the production of oils in your hair to accommodate now the lack of shampoo, meaning your hair becomes cleaner, it's using more organic oils to cleanse itself, and it ends up growing better and becoming more healthy because you're no longer using the chemicals in shampoo that strip it of all the good that is in it. And because you naturally, most people shampoo their hair every day, if not every other day, because I do have a lot of girls out there that have told me that they don't wash their hair every day. And that's perfectly fine. I only wash my hair twice a week, sometimes once a week. And I, um, and I say that proudly because I know that the natural oils in my hair are there. They're helping my hair grow and stay strong. And I'm not using the destructive acids that are in shampoo. <laughs> I'm telling you, ladies out there, next time you get in the shower, read the ingredients on that bottle of shampoo that you use religiously every day and tell me if you know what any of those chemicals are. Just, just sniff the bottle like I do and say, mm, that doesn't smell good in my hair. And just empty it into your hand and just rub it all over. And then the whole, the whole point of this is Q is you said Shishomaru smells like a wet dog. He does not because his body has been accustomed to this <laughs> lifestyle and does not Remember, smell that. Remember, is a dog. Okay, okay he's a only a dog when he transforms. No, no, no. He still has, he still has dog tendencies. No, he, he doesn't. Still- He's not sitting there he, scratching his ear like uh, Inuyasha. He walks around with a big fur coat of his dead father on him. So? That's no different it's, than going to the store and buying a coat that was pre-made. That went, that gets wet in the rain and blood on it from when he fights and all these other stuff and... He, he, he smells like dog. Let's just, let's, just, let's just agree that he does not smell like, like dandelions or whatever. You, you lavender no, he's, he's, he smells like <laughs> lavender in freshly fallen rain. Just accept it. <laughs> and I'm sure all the ladies are going to be so happy the next time it rains. And they're like, Kiki said Shishomaru smells like this. I love this. You, you, you know something? They'll go back to the beginning of the podcast and they'll be like, wait a minute. He was right at the beginning. So he's right again now. We know he's right, so Kiki's wrong about this one. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ladies, don't listen to Q. He's just jealous <laughs> because he doesn't look like Shishomaru, and he's just a little bitter. I'm not jealous I don't look like Shishomaru. Yeah. I look like a Q, and I'm happy I look like a Q. You look like Ren. <laughs> you look like a... Ren is still fine. I'm sorry. I'm Anywho, you just fact that- look like a Ren. Look like a Ren. Look like a Ren. You're just mad because you're a Ren. I'm a fine run. So, anywho, it the thing is, is that Sashimmer smells like a dog. No, he doesn't. Shut your mouth. I, he doesn't. He just told all our, our listeners to stop bathing and just stop, no. stop shampooing that, your hair that, and stuff. That's absolutely and what I did not say. Unfortunately, she just said, "Bunk up the world." Unfortunately, and let's, let's go. <laughs> unfortunately, for our race as a hu- as humans, now we have become we are dependent on shampoo. So, of of all of the advice I could say is, please keep shampooing because if. <laughs> Or I shouldn't even say shampoo because I don't I don't use anything but organic shampoo, which honestly they do make that stuff. So if you ladies out there need you know you're like oh my god I want to you know treat my hair better, go to your closest store and buy organic shampoo. There will be an organic label on it, I promise you. But anyway, 
Stop saying you ladies alone, because there are guys with hair. I have hair. I shampoo. Guys are so fortunate, because they literally can wash their hair once in four days, and it still looks good by the end of the fourth day. Oh, yeah. My hair still looks good since last... When was the last time I washed my hair? Was it, uh, two days? Well, no. I washed my day... Today's what? Today's... It's Sunday. Sunday, Yeah. Uh, Monday, Sunday. I washed my hair probably about three days ago, and it still looks good. People keep telling me my hair looks wet, though. Like, they look at me and they're like, your hair looks wet. And I'm like, seriously? Because I'm using this new gel, and it's like, it has this, it says it's, it has like extra sheeniness in it or something like that. Add sheen. And it probably makes my hair look wet, so. That's the thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. the whole point of this, ladies, is unfortunately for us. And gentlemen. And, ladies, and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately for our species, we have become dependent on soap. So, please, do the whole world a favor and keep bathing <laughs> regularly. If you would like to switch to a more healthy lifestyle for your hair, I recommend switching to an organic shampoo because not only is it better for your hair, but you don't have to use it as often. So you can only wash your hair once or twice a week, and it's still looks fabulous. And it feels yeah, once or twice a week amazing. Is fine. My hair has never felt healthier, just saying. I wash mine anyway, probably anyway, twice a week, so that's fine. So anyway, yeah. Q, Inuyasha. So what character <laughs> do you relate to the most? <laughs> okay, so we spent a lot of time talking about people taking showers and stuff. So, um, character that I relate to the most. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's see. Um, can I say none? Because I I can't, like, okay, Inuyasha is childish. I'm not childish. Um... I would say Shishomaru, but, but you know, okay, some people tell me that I'm really mean to people. Let's say a mixture of Inuyasha and, and Shishomaru. Let's put it that way. I'm, if so I you're like a healthy balance between them? A healthy balance. You know, like, I'm, like, there are people who say that I'm really mean, but it depends on how I know you. So, depending on how you, how we relate to each other. Like, for example, I can be childish with you because, you know, you're, you're kiki and, and you're, I can be that way with you, but then there are other people that I just will not show that side to, and they would see my Shishomaru-ish side. Like I just basically be cold towards them, and and they wouldn't understand why. But that's just how I am. So I guess I'm like a healthy balance between the two, Shishomaru and Inuyasha. Not really, not really one or the other. The other characters, hell no. Maroku touches women all all the time. I don't do that. You're I'm, definitely a Maroku. I I'm serious. I I don't like. I'm the kind of bloke that the the chick has to kiss me. You know, that kind of thing. You have to come on to me and, and woo me into liking you and stuff. I mean, I'm just not going to hang out with you and be like, oh, let's let's just do this thing. No. <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm a, I, I, I don't know, just, just me. I, I, I won't do that. So, Maroku, who's like constantly, you know, holding on to Sango's butt, is just like, that's just not me. We'd actually have to be in a relationship for me to do that. And he and Sango weren't in a relationship at the beginning, so I can't be, I can't be him. He's terrible. <laughs> what about you? Who do you relate to the most? I think I relate to Sango the most just because now I'm not saying that my parents died and I had to just like, you know, hurry up and grow up to take care of my little brother, you know, but I think a- <laughs> she she faced hardships and she had to grow up fast. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I, you know, I'm very fortunate my parents are still alive. I don't I didn't grow up in feudal Japan where I was facing and fighting demons every day that I had to grow up fast but there were my own things that I had to deal with when I was a teenager and I did too feel like I had to grow up pretty fast because it was either grow up fast or 
you know, basically succumb to drugs and alcohol like a lot of people that I knew. And I chose to grow up and I chose to say, I don't need to go through that like so many people I know. And that's kind of so, you know, I'm like the modern day Sango. I feel like I had to grow up so I could overcome hardships. And, you know, I feel like she, you know, she's 16 throughout the majority of the show. And, you know, I remember being 16 and, you know, it's crazy to think that, yeah, that was seven years ago. And I'm like, wow. Whoa, you're old now. Seven years ago. Damn. I'm not old. I just, I feel like it sometimes. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I feel like I just relate to that. Like there's some things like sometimes you go through a hardship that you don't plan for and you Mm -hmm. have to grow up and sometimes faster than what you're probably comfortable with and that's what she had to do and that's kind of what I had to do. I had to grow up mentally to kind of deal with what was happening in my life at the time. Okay, that's understandable. That is totally understandable. And you probably have a Maruku in your life. But... (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... (laughs) Can you imagine? You just had a dude just walk around every chance he got. He just touched your butt for no reason. Eventually, I'd probably punch him in the face, but... Eventually, he wouldn't get punched the first time? And just, like... Well, it's a, it's a, it depends. Like, if he's just, like, kidding around because, like, like, I've slapped dudes' asses before. Like, no problem. But if they are doing it intentionally because they know it's like, I get to touch your butt and you don't do anything about it anyway. Like, they know they're doing it because I won't do anything. Then it turns into, all right, do it again. I've, I'm effing warning you. And then they do it and then I hit them in the face. You said one thing there that I just was like, you know, you slap dudes' butts too. So it's like, yeah, you're just one of those dudes. You're, you're just a dude just going around there being like, oh, there's a butt. I'm going to smack it. Wow. Sometimes you just got to slap an ass. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? This podcast is getting dirty. <laughs> like Shishomaru's fur. <laughs> Shishomaru, don't even. Like. <laughs> I swear, we're gonna... Let's move on. Let's move on. This podcast is turning into a very long episode, I just realized. Let's move on. Go on to the next question. I guess, Q, a question I would ask you is this. If you were thrown down a well into feudal Japan, what would your first thing... Like, what, what would you do, like... So if you were Kagome in this situation. God, if I was a chick, first I'd check my boobs out, but okay, go no. on. No. <laughs> wow. And I'm the one making it dirty. I don't think. <laughs> I, I just... Oh my God. It's not dirty if you're a guy. It's, it's, it's not just dirty not, if you're a guy. You're, 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 that's sexist. No, I mean like. That's sexist. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Guys, so... Ladies out there, just so you know, Q is sexist. I am not. I respect every lady Ren. in my life. Just like Ren. I respect Kiki. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that guys, that guys just like boobs. It's just a natural thing. I you like know, boobs just... too, but you don't see me saying, mm, I'm a walk up and like, mm, check out my titties. You, 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 you've had them for like years. They, they've pretty much become like having a tool or something. Like you'll see it every time. Just like, well, I have oh, a toe. They're still nice. Sometimes yeah. I look it out of the shower, speaking of showers, and I'm just like, oh, hey, you're looking nice today. 
<laughs> oh my god, you can't blame me. If I if I I'm just saying, if I if I was 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 King Gibby and I came out of a well, first thing I would find a pool of water and check my boobs out. But anywho, what's the rest of the question? What do I do after that? Hmm. Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah, I'm just okay, saying, so. if you were in Ko Kagome's position, what would you do? Oh, as a Kagome, one, I would not whine as much. Um, two, I would um, I would pretty much tell Inuasha sit every day as much as she does. I'd be like, sit, dude, sit. And I'd actually go if I was Kagome, I would have I would have formed a relationship with Sango because you know she's hot and stuff like that. And I'd be like, it's okay, you know, and um. Kidding, all kidding aside, I don't know, if I was thrown into feudal Japan just as a person, not as Kagomi, but just as a person being thrown into feudal Japan, um, in that kind of situation, I'd be freaking creeped out at, like to hell. I'd be like, holy shit, what the hell's going on here? Like, I don't know how to deal with it. Um, monsters attacking me all over the place. Um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, you know, just, I don't know. I don't know how I re how reacted. I'd probably want to be like Sango because she could fight and stuff and has this giant boomerang. But eh, I don't know how that's gonna work out. I'll probably find a hole to, to hide it in the way till I can go back home. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What would you do if you sent into feudal Japan? Um, you know, as I was asking it, I was trying to think of my own answer, and honestly, I, c I couldn't say. I don't know what I would do. I First, I'd be like, what's up with this dude pinned to a tree? And then, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, as soon as he'd start mouthing off to me, you know, I don't know how I would react because I'm a very fiery, I have a very fiery personality, as I'm sure our listeners have determined at this point yeah. in the show. Like, I'm a, probably slap him. I, I would. I'd probably walk up and slap him first. Like, don't you talk to me that way. Like, I'm not Kagome. <sighs> I'm not just some 15-year-old pushover. Like, you're going to talk to me that way. You're, I'm going to get my respect. But I would definitely... Would, I think Okagome definitely uses the whole sit command a little little cruelly sometimes, which <laughs> I wouldn't do. Like, there's a difference between, like, training a dog and then just abusing the dog. And I feel like she does abuse him a lot, which I know they had they did for the comedy but and everything, but I wouldn't do that. I, th I would probably do a lot of what Kagome has done because I, I'm a very stubborn person, and there, if there's something that I want to do, I'm going to do it one way or another. Like, that's just how it is, you know? And this is how Reap started. Not oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. That, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if there's something I want to do, I'm just, just going to happen one way or the other. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's what the first rapist said to himself. Mm -hmm. Guys get raped. It's terrible. And, um... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you probably rape guys. You just, you're just like, this is going to happen. And the guys on the other side of the bed, no! I was totally going totally, totally to ask a question in regards to this, but... What's the question? No, it's not appropriate for this podcast. Oh, if it's not appropriate, we can just cut it out. What's the question? Okay, so my question has always been, how, really honestly, how does a guy get raped? Because it doesn't just get hard on its own, right? No, no, no. <laughs> and a guy, you see, women have one brain, right? It's in their head. They think about stuff. 
<laughs> Men have two. We have one in the head, one in the other. And so, more or less, you know, as a bloke, your, your brain is thinking, this is wrong, don't want to do this. And the other brain is like, dude, but she's hot though. And you're like, but no, we shouldn't. And the other one's like, but dude, but she's hot though. And then, and then at the end of it, the one who says, dude, but she's hot though, he kind of does his own thing. So like, stimulation kind of just kind of, it happens. It, especially if there's like touching and stuff, it just happens. So a guy can get raped. So yes. like, even though one head is saying, no, I don't want to do this. The other head is saying, I don't care. I'm getting played with kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's, it's it's getting turned on. It's just like, yeah, let's just do this thing. It's, you know, in the words of Zach from Hope from Plug and Play, it's time to prime and shine. You know, it's just, <laughs> it just happens. So, a bloke can get a, a bloke can get raped. You know, it's just like there are people who shag people, and after you shag, you have that regret moment. After you're like, I probably shouldn't. It's just the heat of the moment kind of thing. So, a guy can get raped in the moment with all the, the stuff going down. I mean, granted. If he's if he has you know strength in him and the chick is not like King Kong who can hold him down or something and he can like pick her off of him and put her aside then yeah he he should if he doesn't want to get raped but if the chick ties him up and he can't do anything then dude the dude can get raped you know he tie if chick the only kind of chick that could tie a dude up and not rape him she just has to be not attractive like really not attractive like just not like not in the slightest. And more likely than not, she won't be able to rape him. He, because he'd be grossed out. He'd just be there like, ugh, just wanted to gag reflex. And both brains would be saying the same thing. They'd be like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> I love that sound effect that you do. <laughs> but yeah, a guy can get raped. Uh, it is possible. It just depends on the hotness factor of the chick and stimulation, and if he's tied up. So yeah. Some dudes get turned on by tied up, though. You know. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it happens. Some dudes, <laughs> some dudes like getting tied up. Why is that funny? Oh my god! Anywho, we're supposed to be doing a podcast, and all that's going to be edited yeah, out. Yeah, it's. Because... <laughs> we should probably start wrapping the episode up though, because it's getting long. I just looked at like the recording time. It's oh like... my god, it's an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay, so. If we cut out the like the beginning of what like random talk, it should come down to about an hour and ten. All right, so let's just wrap this up. Okay, so we've pretty much talked about Inuasha to in the mostly of it, and I don't think we've we've missed anything that's yeah. important. If you guys think we missed something that's important, write us. We'll we'll talk about it in like the comment section. We do. Ha we will have one more Inuyasha episode. Um, we forgot to talk about this, Q. We're going to have one more episode that's going to be all about the movies um, because the movies kind of follow really big events and uh, the very first Inuyasha movie um, uh, what, what, it's something something across time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's so so beautiful. Like, it actually made me cry the first time I watched it. Because obviously there's a happy ending, but there's some stuff that happens midway through that you're just like, Oh God, no, don't! And then, <laughs> you, you know, the end happens and then everything gets happy again. And you're like, okay, I'm happy again. <laughs> you know? Um, so, mm -hmm. 
The first one is affection across time. The second is the castle beyond the looking glass. The third one, the sword uh, of an honorable ruler, and the fifth, the, well, the fourth one is on um, fire on the Mystic Island. And I think we'd have to do each of these as a separate episode because it's kind of like watching a separate anime for each of them. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're each different. So I guess we can we'll we'll do each one as a separate episode. Just watch like it and every then every tenth episode, like I talked about before. What? Yeah, we can, we can do that. We could definitely do that. We could do it in your action movie every 10 episodes. Yay! So. Kiki happy, Kiki happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. Dude, yeah. I told you what was going to happen at some point during the episode. I haven't done it yet. Okay, so let's wrap this show up, guys. It's, it's nice to do it this week. And uh, Kiki's about to do weird stuff, so we're just not going to have any of it. So... This has been episode nine of the Hopeless Animatic Podcast. We've we've Q. kind of had Q. some what? Q. What? I'm deleting this. I'm sorry. I'm not editing that again. That's it's. I'm just deleting it. It's the listeners are never gonna hear. It's too much work for me to edit anyway. So I'm just, I could, anywho, I couldn't even do it. I was laughing too because it's not happening. I'm sorry. So, I was yes. just laughing too hard. It was so good. Don't you dare delete that. I can't edit. It's too much work. I have other things I, to do. I only said three words. Like, for God's sake, you could totally do it. <laughs> it's funny. And I laughed so hard on the first time we did it. Just, just, I don't even know why that's so funny. <laughs> it's just, so funny. It's just, you just hear, you try. <laughs> you just, just like. Just <laughs> All right, you know why you can't say nice things to me? I'm such a wonderful co-host. You could be like, hey, you're such a wonderful person. I'll be like, oh, you're a wonderful listen, person too. Listen, you're a Ren, and sometimes Ren needs put in his place. This is why I like Roger more. Anywho. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, this is episode nine of the Hopeless Yadavatic podcast. It, it was it was quite a ride. Um, I'm glad we got to talk about a new hasher because it's 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 a part of our childhood it's a part of, of getting into anime i think i think if you're into anime it's an anime that you should watch it's a lot of episodes but it's put the right you can just sit and just watch them they're on netflix at least netflix has um two seasons of it mm-hmm. so you can sit and watch them and stuff like that or you can go kiss anime is done right now as, as of this recording so we don't know if it's when it's going to be back up yet but when it is we will mention on the podcast and we'll be like it's back kiss anime is back i think they're moving their servers or something uh, maybe they run into some copyright infringement, something. I don't know. I don't know how they have their website, but they just have a lot of anime. So we'll wait till they come back. All right. So this is episode nine of the buttons of the. Oh, God. I said the buttons. And so, because to say that, this is episode nine of the Hopeless the Anime podcast. I just want to make a mention, seeing as I did just happen to, you know, sort of drop a word bomb of the other podcast that I do, which is called the Button Smashers podcast. Uh, we just did our 100 episode last week, which was really nice thanks thanks my wonderful co was giving me claps thank you and so we did our 100 episode and uh we have we have a giveaway going on in that that 100 episode and i just want to mention it to those of you who happen to listen to this podcast and would probably like to get in on that giveaway if you don't happen to listen to bsp uh it's a giveaway that requires you to listen to the last two episodes which is 99 and 100 and it will, if you listen to those episodes, you get hints on how to find the stuff that you need to help you win that giveaway. And the giveaway, is you're going to get a free t-shirt, a special edition Button Smashers t-shirt that's going to be a one-of-a-kind that you're going to be the only one that has. Uh, a free $60 game that's not released yet, which is called Tales of 
Zestilia, Zestilia, or Zestilia, whatever. It's um, it's on Steam, PS4, and Xbox One, and um, and you're gonna get a copy of another game uh, that's kind of like uh, it's called um, I think it's King's Throne or something like that. It's it's a sort of a, a top-down shooter kind of thing, kind of like um, like Binding of Isaac. So. We're giving away those two games and a free t-shirt for anyone who can figure out our easter egg in our podcast. And the hints are in the last two episodes. So no one has figured it out yet, hence the reason why I'm saying this now, as of this recording. So we'll see if you guys want to go win something free, go over and check it out and um, have fun. So yeah, look at that. You want to start me off, Q? Mm, totally. Before we start off, though, we still always have to do that shameless plug at the end. Guys... If you enjoy this podcast, go over to the website, thebuttonsmashers.com. We'll find all that other beautiful podcasts, like Button Smashers podcast, hopelessly animatic that you're listening to right now. The Plug and Play show, the Plug and Play podcast, I should say. Um, and if you, you haven't, also- you also need to get caught up on Snowcast, because Snowcast will be relaunching within the next week or two. Uh, now the 20s all settled, we're going to be relaunching that, and we're starting off our... Uh, relaunch with a wonderful top 10 list, which, you know, I think everybody loves a nice, good top 10 list. So, get stay tuned for that. So, I'm going to have to share you now? Uh, why wouldn't have you shared me before? But, but so I'm going to have to share you right now after this? It's just going to... Well, well, Q, I mean, like, Snowcast, like, it's a thing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to share you, dude. It's just not gonna Listen, be Listen, I've had to share you with Roger, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. And the last podcast is, of course, Gary Goddard's podcast. So you guys go check out those podcasts. Go check out the website. There's a lot of PAX articles going up this week because uh, PAX is over and we're writing about it. And uh, and there's other stuff as well going up this week as well. So you guys can check out all that kind of good stuff. Oh, and stay stuff. tuned for my Destiny thingy, my Bob. And Kiki's working on a Destiny article, so you definitely want to check that out. Hopefully it's up this weekend, we can read it and be like, oh my god, oh my god, yes. Anywho's it, guys, this is where we wrap the show up. This has been longer than we expected. So, with that, let's get this show on the road. Let's get out of here. We have things to do. So, Kiki, this episode has been... Awkward. <laughs> it has been... Romantic. And it has been... Hopelessly animatic. <laughs>